0: Hey to all you fish enthusiasts out there! I'm Katrina Lebeck with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service here in Alaska,
1: and I'm Guy Eero, an independent fish enthusiast.
0: Whether you're an avid angler or just curious about fish, we'd like to welcome you to Fish of the Week. It's Monday, January 11th, 2021, and we're excited to talk about all the fish. This week's Fish of the Week is the burbot. have you caught any of these before any burbots
1: no i actually haven't a burbot is one of those fish that's actually pretty high on my priorities uh for my life list that i want to catch you know it's uh the only freshwater member of the cod family which i think that's reason enough to to put it up there
0: yeah you can tell burbot are in that family because they've got a single whisker on their chin just like you'd see a cod coming out of the ocean they're kind of a fish you'd consider maybe ugly pretty. They've got some really beautiful modeling, you know, on top of yellow, brown or dark olive skin, but their shape's a little frumpy and they're kind of slimy. Now, Burbert, are they native to all of Alaska? Yeah, so they're found everywhere in Alaska except for Southeast Alaska, um so they're gonna be you know any in all of our national wildlife refuges they're gonna be yeah any of those large river systems um some of the bigger lakes they're actually circumpolar in terms of where you can find them Um, so that's above 40 degrees north um, and yeah they're widespread throughout that range this is a hardy a hardy cold water fish and it you know recruits hardy cold water anglers to fish for them too they're really cool fish
1: the first time I heard about burbot, I was in a little gas station tackle shop uh, by Flaming Gorge Reservoir on the border of Utah and Wyoming, and they had just these really kind of oblong, slimy-looking, sort of eely, but fat eel-looking <laughs> fish uh, that they were catching out of the ice on Flaming Gorge, and I asked the attendant what, what that was, and she said a burbot, and I'd never heard of it before, so I had to look it up as soon as I got home. And, uh, you know, I did a lot of reading on it, found out that they're very cool fish, that they're actually invasive there and that they have these tournaments to try and get them out uh, every year out of the ice. And then, come lo and behold, about a month later, I was down at a thrift store in Salt Lake City and I saw this hat on the wall that read the second annual Burbot Ice Fishing Derby and I just had to have it and I still have it today. It's still one of my lucky fishing hats. Got it on right now.
0: Nice. The first time I heard about a Burbot, I think is through... My husband, who's from Wisconsin, and there's actually something called the Eel Pout Festival that happens every year. And it's like a huge deal. And people just, you know, come out in droves to catch these amazing fish. Um, and they have a whole winter festival centered around them. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: For as much as I love burbot, uh the... Having all these different common names does kind of frustrate me a little bit. Not that it has a lot of common names that goes by, but that a lot of the names that people call it are actually preferred common names for other species of fish. So it does make it uh, hard when you're talking to people about uh, these fish to make sure that you're getting it right. Sometimes you just got to go with the scientific name, which I think is sometimes easier to to say. It's it's, uh, Loda Loda, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's one of the easiest scientific names to say. But yeah, I mean, I've heard Eel Pout, Cusk, Lawyer, Coney Fish, (laughs) Lush, Ling, Ling Cod, Mariah, Methy, Mizze, Mud Blows, and Mud Shark. And I think there's probably more. So I don't know the the history on all those, but some of them are pretty funny.
1: Wait, was one of those uh, names that you just listed off Lawyer?
0: Yeah, some people call it a Lawyer. Um, I've heard that's because they're slimy and they've got a tiny heart. (laughs) but to all those lawyers out there no offense
1: (laughs) so like I said Katrina this is a fish that I really want to catch but that I haven't had a chance to catch yet what do I have to do uh, to be successful out there on the
0: water so, I mean, you're always going to want to think about a fish's behavior before you go out fishing. You're going to want to think about, you know, how it feeds, uh, what kind of habitat it likes, because those are the considerations that you need to actually figure out where to go and what will actually work. So when you're fishing, I mean, you want to think about kind of w- how they're moving, where they're going, um, what they're eating. So in Alaska, they're going to be eating suckers. We've got one species of sucker in Alaska, and that's a long nose sucker. They are going to eat whitefish. Um, We have several species of whitefish of varying sizes, grayling, and even occasionally other burbots and they're a well-adapted bottom predator so you're going to want to keep that in mind i mean you're not going to be fishing for them in fast water you're going to be fishing for them um, on the you know if you're if you're fishing on a river or a slough it's going to be in terms of a river on the inside of a gravel bar you know the bend of a river um, a mouth of a, a slough or a, a clearwater creek um eddies along bluffs lakes um, they're not going to be in the main channel or in fast currents or along cut banks or anything like that So are they
1: pretty much hunting all by olfaction just all by like smell and taste no visual stuff? You don't use like any glow baits or anything for them down there.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably a lot of olfaction um, You know they are you know fresh fresh bait is ideal um, You can try whitefish herring smelt squid um do remember that you're not allowed to use the meat of any sport caught fish that's just something um, a regulation we have here in Alaska um, burbot have a really large mouth so if you look at their body I mean it's a lot of head and then it tapers into kind of like that eel-like tail um, so you know large chunks of bait can be used big baits catch big fish and you know like us they prefer fresh smelling meat. So I think, you know, that will attract them in. They're going to be kind of scouring along the bottom, looking for something to eat. They're not going to be cued into like a, a spoon or something like that. You know, you always do want to remember to check your current Alaska Department of Fishing Game regulations before headed out. And you also, you know, if you're ice fishing, you want to really check the ice conditions, especially if you're on any kind of slough or, you know, water where there's current underneath, you want to be making sure that you're safe um, when you're fishing.
1: Hey everyone. One thing that we want you to always keep in mind, regardless of what it is that you're fishing for, is safety. Every week, we want to give you a tip or two that you can use to stay safe while you're out on the water. This week's tip is to always fish with a friend. Last week, we let you know the importance of having a contact at home, but this person wouldn't be able to help you out on the water. If you fall through the ice, go overboard, or otherwise find yourself in harm's way, you'll definitely want a buddy who can provide immediate emergency assistance. Make sure that both you and your friends are well-versed in emergency preparedness so that aid can be administered to whichever party is in need. Also, fishing with friends is just more fun. all right katrina uh how, how do you cook a fish like this how do you clean it how do you cook it uh how do you make this a meal
0: yeah so let's talk a little bit about what to do once you catch it like how are you gonna fillet it and then yeah i think i mean they are beautiful on the inside again they're white meats delicious so there's a lot of ways to to cook them and prepare them um Burbot have fine embedded scales that produce a lot of mucus. Um, so when you actually catch one, they're going to be kind of slippery to hold on to the body tapers. So yeah, finding a handle on the burbet is pretty difficult. Um, so everyone kind of struggles making awkward attempts to handle it once you catch it. Um, but yeah, it's flesh is white and delicious. It's delicate and it's actually got a really large liver. Um, that's pretty tasty, and it's really rich in vitamin A and D. And the liver is large compared to its body size if you're looking at um, a burbot compared to other fish. So I would encourage folks to test that out as well. Again, you're gonna need a sharp fillet knife.
1: Don't wanna get rickets.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. No scurvy. I guess that would be vitamin C. Um, so, you're gonna need a sharp fillet knife and actually some pliers for a burbet if you're gonna be filleting it and preparing it. Um, so, you're gonna want pliers with a square head and teeth on the end. And the first thing you're gonna to wanna to do is you're gonna to wanna to skin the burbet. So, you're gonna, you know, get a handle on it uh, once it's dead. You're going to make a very shallow cut with your knife just behind the head and all the way around. Then you're going to get a good grip on the head with your with your hand, and you're going to use your pliers to grip the skin and slowly peel it off. And you might have to rotate the burbot a little bit as you do that. And it should slip off kind of like a sock. Um, if it gets stuck anywhere, you can use your fillet knife to just gently kind of um, separate it. Next you're gonna wanna remove the dorsal and anal fins. And it's actually pretty simple. You grab the fin at the base with your pliers near the rear and you're just gonna gently pull off and it comes off kind of like you're unzipping it from the back and from the bottom of the fish. Um, Then you're gonna fillet each side and you can actually get a really nice big fillet off the burbot. It's not like the pike where you have five different fillets. You're gonna get two long fillets And you're basically gonna start at the head, follow your knife on either side along the spine, and you're gonna hear and feel your knife kind of bumping along the ribs and just carry your cut down along the ribs until the filet is separated. And again, it will go all the way down to the tail. Um, And then repeat that on the other side. Um, Some people like to soak their filet in cold water and salt briefly to remove the slime and any blood that comes out. Um, But again, this is a, a white meat, so that's, I think it's mostly for the dealing with the slime um in terms of how you eat a burbot um some people call it the poor man's lobster i think the way it um kind of firms up when you boil it it feels kind of texture wise like lobster and then when you dip it in butter it's just like a yeah i mean it's a similar similar taste and texture i mean it's not a fishy not a fishy flavor like you get off some other fish
1: i've heard a lot of things referred to as pro- poor man's lobster having people say they taste like crab lobster, stuff like that. And I find that they never really do. I had someone sell me a mushroom earlier (laughs) this year saying, hey, it tastes like lobster. You cook it up, put it on tacos, it's just like lobster tacos. And it was not. It was a mushroom.
0: We'll let you guys be the judge. I don't know about this
1: poor man's lobster (laughs) stuff.
0: Again, with this, you can, you know, boil it and then dip it in butter. You can eat it fried. You can make chowder. There's a whole lot of different things you can do with a nice um, filet of white meat that the burbot has. And Guy, I mean, how would you want to try eating one if you caught one?
1: I haven't eaten one before, but my first instinct would be to turn into like a fish and chip style thing with (laughs) a little shot of burbot uh, liver oil on the side. That would be my (laughs) guess, how I'd want to eat it.
0: I think that sounds really good. I mean, it's a cod. That's what you got to do with cod, right? I mean, it's
1: not a cod, but... It's, it's 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 a cod relative
0: yeah however you cook it it's it's gonna be tasty so okay so that's your fish of the week um this week we talked about burbot and we hope you all get out there and enjoy all the fish
1: all of the fish katrina well, why don't you do it guy you do a good job too and uh, we want you to get out there and enjoy all of the fish
0: nice very good Thanks for listening to Fish of the Week. My name is Katrina Liebich, and my co-host is Guy Iro. This show is produced by David Hoffman of Citizen Race Car, assisted by Garrett Tiedemann and Kelsey Coors. Fish of the Week is a production of the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Alaska Region, Office of External Affairs. As the service reflects on 150 years of fisheries conservation, we honor, thank, and celebrate the whole community, individuals, tribes, the state of Alaska, our sister agencies, fish enthusiasts, scientists, and others who have elevated our understanding and love as people and professionals of all the fish.